Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Women's Wellness Lounge. I am your host, Delena Watkins, and tonight we have a special guest with us. Tracy Renee is going to join us in the Women's Wellness Lounge. We're talking about all things during Women's Health Week, what's next, and everything in between. So I hope you guys are ready for a very robust and interactive session because that's exactly what we're bringing you tonight. Um, Tracy, tell them who you are and what you are talking about with us tonight. Oh, first of all, sis, thank you so much for having me on tonight. I am excited to share with you all who I am and why I'm just so excited, period. (laughs) So my name is Tracy Renee. I am the CEO of actually a couple of companies, TRH Innovations, where I help to create a harmonious shampoo time experience at home with parent and child. And I am also the CEO of Tracy Renee LLC. I'm super excited. And that is where my TV show will be host, Heart Health with Tracy Renee um, with the Promote Her Network. So I am excited to just be here and share with you all this evening and to thank my sister Delana for having me here. You are so welcome. And I just love that whole Tracy Renee. And y'all just check her out. She got her little red heart health pin already stuck on that bright, beautiful (laughs) yellow top of hers that y'all know she is here for it, right? She is here for the I'm here. What I like, though, about your heart health platform is that although the title says heart health, it's not strictly going to be about heart health. So just share a little piece of that with us real quick before I jump into sharing about Women's Health Week. Okay, absolutely. So heart health was basically just born out of my story. There's been for the past few years, it started with me losing my only sibling, which was a sister to a heart related issue. She passed away from a hypertensive cardiovascular disease. A year and a half later, my father also passed away from heart disease. It was cardiomyopathy. And so that was the start of the heart health. But then shortly after that, I started going into a season of transition. I went, um, had a divorce and just completely lost myself and Mm -hmm. just was not even a shell of a being basically. And so having gone through that transition where I had to come back and heal myself, that's when heart health really was birthed. And it was not only the organ because they're passing through me into a high risk category, but then Mm -hmm. thinking about the relationships that I had, um, thinking about how I needed to physically take care of myself again, what I needed to do mentally for myself. And to me, all of those things are indirectly related to our heart. You know, losing someone that I was married to for 24 years, that's a heart Mm -hmm. issue. That's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Um, Of course, my physical activity is a heart issue. So that's how heart health came about. It was just simply the journey that I've been on the last few years of my, actually five years of my life, really. Okay. And I like that. And it's a big distinction when you talk about heart health, the physical organ being, as well as repairing your heart on an emotional level, relational level as well. So that's why I wanted you to share that. I knew that insider tidbit, but I wanted to make sure our viewers knew that as well, that she's not just going to be sharing about the heart health uh, in particular, but just about the whole general aspect of our relational um, issues and and, or things that we have that deals with the heart as well. Absolutely. absolutely. We're going to talk a little bit about that later on, but I wanted to give you all a little snippet of that. So again, thank you guys for joining us live um, here in the Women's Wellness Lounge. Please either start a watch party, share, like, comment. Um, on today's show 
uh, in the Women's Wellness Lounge. As I said, I'm your host, Elena Watkins, and we have with us Miss Tracy Renee. So we are going to talk about Women's Health Week. Now, this was something that I really didn't know was recognized until I became more of a steward over women's health or really started to look into um, and be concerned about women's health and share that as my platform, that there was even a week in, you know, dedicated to this. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, okay, so what is this? And then I began to look into it and I really started to um, do things specific during this week, probably about, I guess when I started the Wellness Lounge in 2011, so it's been close to a decade now that I started doing that. So what Women's Health Week is, ladies, for you all that may not know, it starts on Mother's Day. So since it's generally a time when women are all together, mothers, daughters, aunts, sisters, you know, are together, that's a time that uh, um, the Department of Health and then the Office on uh, Women's Health get together and they kick off for an entire week different um, things that they recognize bringing awareness to women's health. So I thought that that was a grand idea that, you know, on women's, um, on Mother's Day, where we're thinking about women, that we also kick off Women's Health Week. So this year it runs from May 10th through May 16th. So that's an opportunity for you if it's um, normally during normal time, if we are you know, weren't dealing with the COVID and everything else that you would normally be going in to see your healthcare practitioner. It's a time for you to make sure you schedule your well woman visits and any particular things that you have been diagnosed with that you have to follow up with a uh, specialty doctor or any type of practitioner that you um, are mindful of those things and do that as well. So let's take this week, ladies, to not only make sure that we're protecting ourselves from COVID, but also that we're doing what we need to do on a personal level to make certain that we are functioning functioning at our optimum capacity as well and that we're staying healthy and well, okay? So that is my intro into what we're gonna be talking about today. Like what exactly does that look like? So Tracy, I need you to help me here. Okay. <laughs> tell me, now that I done laid out all the groundwork, and got them all, you know, geared in and everybody's ears are perked up because they know it's Women's Health Week. Mm -hmm. I need you to help me by identifying what are the top three health goals that we, that most women um, express or that they talk about or that you're aware of. And any ladies that's watching, you know, or listening to us, make sure you comment in the comment section because I'm going to be following the comments as well to find out what are your top three health goals. Oh, uh, well, for me, one, my top three health goals was just being physically fit, yeah. um, making sure that I was heart healthy, that I am maintaining the things that I need to do in order for my heart to stay healthy, especially since I'm considered high risk right. for um, heart health. That's a big concern. And then simply just wanting to be around, have a lot more energy. Absolutely. Those are the, the three things for me. Um, what I do hear a lot of women saying is that, yes, they do want a lot of energy because they're sluggish. You mm. know, it, it's so much going on, especially now. Uh, that's one of the issues that we've noticed. Uh, a lot of women have said. And then a lot of them are just wanting to look, uh, get back to themselves. You know, right. get back yeah. to that, <laughs> you know, fit yeah. like they used to uh -huh. be. Mm -hmm. Right. And I find that that, and it depends on, and here's the other thing too, it depends on where you are, whether you're a seasoned woman or you are like, so we have different, um, what I call 
phases that we go through depending on our age. Mm -hmm. So what's important to a 30-year-old may not be as important to a 50-year-old or what they may be focusing on. Exactly. There's always going to be general health goals, you know, that the average or the top health goal generally for a woman is that they want to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. Or they want to, you know, eat healthier and exercise more. Those are the top three hands down Mm -hmm. when you talk about general goals. But I'd like to challenge women and say, let's dig a little deeper. Let's, you know, get a little bit more raw with that. Okay. All that's Uh good, you know, but let's get a little more raw with it. What Uh does that mean? What, so where do you want to, why do you want to eat, you know, better? What does eating better mean or eating healthy? So it's really trying to get them to dig deeper into what does that mean for them? So um, you sound like you're a little bit more specific in knowing what you want, you know, for where you are. I can tell you my 30 year old self wanted something totally different than my 50 year old, you know, almost 50 year old self. Yeah, what I, me too. <laughs> I'm right I can, there with you. So I'm definitely right. I can promise you that what I wanted at 30 is not what I wanted at 50. As far as my health is concerned, right. I wasn't nearly as concerned about, you know, what I'm eating and how much I'm exercising. If anything, it was like, I can eat what I want. Cause I know I'm good. You know, the weight isn't going to stick around and all right. of that. So I think, um, let me just look and see me. Welcome, welcome some folks to, um, the wellness lounge. Hey, Lakila, that's one of our promote her sisters. She said, hey. and definitely follow follow a better diet um, as a lifestyle and not a quick fix or fad. So that's yes. right, Lakila. And we also have Shannon that joined us. Hey, and my cousin Michi and Alicia. Thank you guys for joining. Um, so again, as I said before, those are the top things. And what I try to challenge women to do is dig deeper and really figure out what that means. Because Lakila hit it straight on the head. What happens is when we start to do things for sort of that quick fix mm-hmm. and not really adopt it as a lifestyle, it doesn't stick around very long. And no. you, yeah, you don't really reap the benefits of it, right? You don't know whether you changing what you ate helped or not because exactly you, you know you either did or you didn't see some results from it. Uh, because you didn't make it a lifestyle. So right. mm-hmm, I challenge you to do that. Now you, know, you talked about being physical was something that was important to you. Tell us how you went through that transition. So what did that look like for you before and then after? So but prior to all of this happening, I pretty much was always kind of fit. I would work out you know, here or there and I'd go through these long stints where I'd hit, be in the gym maybe six, seven months out of the year, you right. know, nice little stretch. I'd go eight, I'd have a trainer, I'd work out several times a week. So I was always doing something and it started in high school. I was a cheerleader in high school for football and basketball and wrestling. Right. <laughs> oh. And then, you know, when I became a mother, my children were active. So I had a professional basketball player and she, my daughter played basketball all through school from junior high all the way through college and then even pro. My middle baby started at uh, basketball. So I was always kind of doing something. Right. But, and then I have a mother who is constantly on me. Bless her heart. She is in her <laughs> se- just turned 70 this year. And she's always tell me, Tracy, when menopause hits, your body's going to start going through changes. Yeah. You start going through and you know, your grandmother and I went through it early. So having her in my head and constantly mm-hmm. saying and being active with my children, it was okay. I know I got to stay on top of being physical and trying to be healthy because I know once I get to that golden age that I'm starting to go through menopause uh-huh. or perimenopause, then I know things are going to change. Right. Um, so that was a big thing for me, having someone in my corner to constantly say that and then being so active with my girls. 
And now it is, I'm I'm seeing what she said. Experiencing what she said, right? I am starting to fear. You're now seeing it, right? Exactly. You know, and so now that coupled with everything else is like, okay, Tracy, we've got to be serious about this now. It's no more, I'm trying to be summertime fine. Right. That's a byproduct of it. You need to be lifetime fine, right? I need to That's be lifetime fine. I'm not in that category of summertime fine. I need to be lifetime fine. Okay. Exactly. Hashtag that if you want. Hashtag <laughs> lifetime fine. We're exactly. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> you are exactly right about that. <laughs> So that's good. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Now we're going to flip the script a little bit. Okay. So we know what the top three goals are. Let's talk about those barriers. What are some of the barriers to women achieving those goals? Time. Mm-hmm. Well, let me say excuses. Because all of it falls into an excuse. It's the excuse of I don't have time to work out. The excuse of like me, I'm a natural girl. So it's my hair. I don't want to mess my hair up. Or it's the, um, well, I don't know what to do or even where to start. Mm -hmm. I say that those are cop outs. I tell everybody, anytime I hear that, that's a cop out. In fact, I started the month and say I posted after I got finished riding. I said it took me 45 minutes to ride five miles. Of oh, course, I couldn't start five miles. It took me a minute to work up to five work miles. Up to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Get up and do something during the commercial breaks. That, that, Those listen, are only two minutes. Listen, they already know. <laughs> physically fit commercial breaks. We do those. And I'm telling you. Physically fit commercial breaks. So yes, the ma'am. time thing is always something. But then when we, again, go deeper, mm-hmm. they understand that it's not about you moving. It's no. about you having the motivation to move, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just being Absolutely. able to move and stop having to think that it has to be organized movement. Exactly. Right? Somebody who was just on here, Sandra Mitchell, she digs. She does a good job. Like, she'll just get up and dance. Like, I see yes. and she's just up dancing, you know, just to raise yes. your heart rate. And exactly. she'll put on a song. She's a big Prince fan. So she'll put on a song and just go crazy for the whole song. <laughs> exactly. That's Something like that we need to start doing to make exercising fun. And then we need to really be thinking about women, especially. We're doing so much for everybody, so much for all of these different other things and people that we neglect ourselves. Yeah. And just like with my sister having a heart condition that she didn't even know she had. Right. You know, and of course, right. that being the number one silent killer, um, especially among African-American women anyway. Mm-hmm. So we need to carve out 30 minutes a day at least to be able to do something. Yes. I don't care what it is. Just mm-hmm. do something to move. Dancing is great. Yeah, right. Yep, exactly. So Sandra said, just throw on those tunes, LOL, dance like nobody is watching. And she exactly telling you she is one that does that on a regular, like me and my daughter, we used to do that a lot. And so since we've been kind of quarantined, it's one of those things that's like, okay, get back to it. Just move. You'll find that it does raise your heart rate, you know, and that's the goal is to raise your resting heart rate, right? Mm -hmm. You want your heart rate to move and it does not have to be organized movement. Does not have to be, you know, about a hit workout, Zoom, but anything, Whatever brings you joy or makes you laugh in the process, that's what we want to do. 
Girl, okay. look, I still have two young ones in the house. Well, my 18-year-old and my 14-year-old. And honey, they had these TikTok videos. Yeah. Hey, mama, come on, let's dance. Yeah. And before you know what you're dancing and you're having fun and laughing, but exactly. you're raising your heart rate at both at the same time. Exactly. So honestly, it's just a matter of moving. So that's the movement part, the time, and then the just not knowing. Again, it's one of those things where, um, again, it doesn't have to be organized. It can mm -hmm. be whatever you want it to be to help um, exactly. raise the heart rate. The hair thing, don't even get me started on that. You know, like I tell women that we cannot be so shallow that we're worried about what our hair looks like. Yes, I get it. I understand. But the same way we make concessions and can do certain things or whatever it takes to do a protective hairstyle or do whatever we need to do, at, at the end, you either want to be looking pretty or you want to be casket sharp, you decide, right? Because if we don't Absolutely. do that necessary, that's exactly what's going to happen. So sometimes you got to speak like that. You know, it may sound very harsh that I'm saying, oh, you know, you want to be casket sharp or you want to be cute, you know, walking these streets. But no, it absolutely does um, trickle down to that. And we're going to get into this a little bit later um, after the commercial break, but about heart health being a silent killer. It's one of those things where if you have a heart, you're at risk for heart disease. The only difference is each of us have a different risk level of heart disease. And so we'll talk about that in a little bit before we close out um, of the show. But I want to, um, Tracy, go into commercial break. And then when we come back, again, switching gears a little more, because I said we were going to talk about what's next and then everything in between. So we're still shifting gears. And when we come back from this commercial break, that's exactly what we're going to do. Okay. Do you have a brand, product, program, or service that you want, no, needs to get in front of your customer? Well, what's stopping you? Is it not having a commercial? You lack social media graphics? Or just don't have the opportunity? Well, problem solved. I'm Delana Watkins, host of the television show, The Women's Wellness Lounge. And I have an opportunity to partner with you to get your brand in front of over 100 million viewers. We can help you with social media graphics as well as a commercial. If you're interested, and this sounds like an opportunity for you, your brand, product, program, or service, I want you to send an email to info at delanawatkins.com or comment under this video or simply visit my website at delanawatkins.com. Thank you, and I look forward to partnering with you and helping your brand be exposed to over a hundred million viewers. move us into uh, talking a little bit more about heart health. So as we said prior to the break, that heart disease is a silent killer. So with Tracy, can you share with us some statistics of heart disease? And then if you know them, I know we've gone, it used to be one in five, then it went to one in four. Mm -hmm. Now we're actually one in three. Mm-hmm. Women. Yes. I, when my sister passed, I think it was one in five. And to hear now that it's one in three, yeah, it's very um, 
it's it's very alarming, you know. Yeah. And sadly, as I mentioned, we're so busy focusing focusing on everything and everybody else that we forget ourselves. And so I have to encourage people: you got to check your numbers. You got to know your numbers. Um, one of the things that I went out and did is I think we have a delay. One of the things that I went out and did was bought a blood pressure cuff so that I could begin to monitor myself at home. I think we have a delay going. We do. I think it had to reboot itself. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. We'll just keep talking through. Hopefully it'll catch up with us. Okay. <laughs> so you went out and bought a blood pressure cuff? Yeah. I went to go get a blood pressure cuff because I was not monitoring my blood pressure. The only time I was doing it was when I went to the doctor's office, which was once a year. Um, and so after having gone through that experience, I said, okay, Tracy, I need to stop. And so every now and then I kind of monitor it to kind of see where I am. Thankfully, I'm very good. I have no issues with high blood pressure. If anything, mine is, you know, fairly low most of the time. And then another thing that I also opted to do too was to get an Apple watch that monitors my heart rate. So I definitely keep up with that too. And I push the button and track it all the time. Now I am not a health nurse, and <laughs> you know, right. I'm not in a nursing no, at all. All the things necessary to know your numbers. So that's mm -hmm. part of, you know, educating for heart health is knowing your numbers. Absolutely. So you're, in, you're doing the right thing by knowing where you are. Right. And then actually going into the doctor's office too, to get blood work done. I needed to be mm -hmm. able to have a baseline established for me at that point. So I went and had a ton of blood work done. I've had mm -hmm. stress tests done before. Um, I've been attached to a, oh Lord, I forget the name of it, a monitor, heart monitor. a heart monitor. Mm -hmm. And I had, I went from 30 days to 45 days because they did see a couple of different things, but it was mainly working out different workout times that they would oh, really see okay. a difference in that. Yeah. But other than that, um, that's something that we really need to be mindful, mindful of. And I think oftentimes when we go to the doctor, we're afraid to ask questions or ask the doctors things or tell them about any issues that we've noticed within ourselves, any challenges or differences that we've seen or concerns. And for whatever reason, we should not be afraid to ask those questions at all of the health providers that we're dealing with. Because after all, you're going to see them anyway. Why are you afraid to open your mouth and talk to them about what's going on with And no thing, nothing that you either experience or that you are unaware of or unsure of is worth talking about. So exactly. when you go in, even if it's something small, because what I try to share with women and with my clients is this, something that may seem small to you, but if you put it together with a couple of other things that you may be experiencing, could be a diagnosis for something. Exactly. So if it's something that's small to you, if you think that, oh, you know, I'm noticing that my hair is thinning, but at the same time, I'm getting dizzy often or I'm bruising, you know, more easily. When you look at those things individually, they may seem small, but when you put them together, your healthcare mm -hmm. practitioner may, may be able to identify that you have something more deeper, something more specific going on. So don't be mm -hmm. afraid to share with them the different things that you're noticing that you're yeah. you know, have going on. You Absolutely. yourself should be able to write those things down as well. Put them in your That's phone. Right. You know, they have different apps where you can put stuff in your phone. And so that when you go in for that appointment, oftentimes we're having a dialogue back and forth, like you and I are talking and I mm -hmm. might something because I'm having a conversation with you. So right. when you're in there with your physician or your healthcare practitioner, the same thing occurs. They're likely asking you questions mm -hmm. and you may forget. So if exactly. you have that information already in your phone, 
you can then share with them, oh, I forgot to tell you, or oh, I wanted to talk with you about this. That's so, right. Yeah, be very mindful about that. So, yeah. you know, Tracy, you're definitely, I feel, of course, being the heart held with Tracy today, you're <laughs> uh, on the right path for doing what's necessary to make sure, you know, that we are proactive, you know. Absolutely. I don't, you know, I told someone a couple of weeks ago, I don't want anyone to have to go through what I went through. Um, losing a sister and she was found after being deceased three days. Wow. Um, then having to deal with that with my father. Yeah. Now imagine me having to deal with my mother after losing her child, losing a spouse of 49 years. I'm having to help her deal with all, navigate all of that. Okay. And then after that, then I'm going through a divorce. Right. So all of that, like I said, initially is what fueled me being, um, so passionate mm -hmm. about heart health. And so if I can shout it to the rooftop to tell anybody, <laughs> make sure you do these necessary things to take care mm -hmm. of yourself so that you don't have these issues unexpectedly. And right. one thing you touched on um, triggered a memory of my sister. The last, well, the time before the last I saw her, we were at my grandmother's funeral and we were dancing on the dance floor as we always do as a family. And I noticed she sat down and she kind of grabbed her chest. And she was sitting there for a minute and I asked her if she was okay. And she said, oh, girl, I'm just out of breath. We've been dancing. I said, okay. But she had done it again. And I didn't think about it until after the fact. After. And it was like, okay, she was experiencing some challenges and didn't say anything to anyone. And we didn't even know this until after the fact. After, right. And again, I will tell you that the signs and symptoms can be very subtle, especially if you don't have a diagnosis, right? Like with cardiomyopathy or any other cardiovascular disease mm -hmm. that you're aware that you have, a, you know, a cardiac or heart issue. Mm -hmm. So shortness of breath. Again, yep. she said, oh, I just, you know, got finished dancing. So mm -hmm. that's something that you can easily say. Right. It makes yeah, sense. It makes sense. sense. So, mm -hmm. hey, um, you know, having a headache, blurred oh, vision. That's me. Those mm -hmm. type of things. Oh, mm -hmm. I work hard. I'm stressed out. I'm working on a project. <laughs> I'm working long hours. Explaining it away. Yeah, mm -hmm. We can explain it away. It's a whole litany of lists of things. So when you think about it, right. you could, you know, again, like with a lot of the viewers out there, again, that's why I say know your numbers. Know your um, risk factors as far right. as your family health tree. Absolutely. And again, this is Women's Health Week. So being aware, knowing and acting and being proactive That's are right. the best things that we can do to prevent us from experiencing any heart incidences, any heart attack, heart That's disease right. and those type of things outside of the usuals of moving, eating right. And all of right. Things, right. right. So we know all of that but it's the things that we do have control over that we can impact and or change where we tend to fall short. Right. So that's gonna lead me to the last thing that I wanna talk about. And that is where do we get stuck? So this is again, us Ooh. talking about, you know, the whole Women's Health Week. You guys uh -huh. have heard what we said. We haven't said anything that's really earth shattering. Mm -hmm. Something that you've probably either seen, read about, heard, or, you know, um, experienced in some other form or fashion, right? So mm -hmm. nothing that myself or that Tracy has shared 
has been anything that's not, you know, it's earth shattering. So you've right. heard it all before in some other facet, probably right here in the Women's Wellness Lounge. Mm -hmm. Where do we get stuck? So ladies, whoever's watching us, we've got Angela, Day, Queen Candace. Thank you guys for joining us. Where do we get stuck? Oh. Where do you think we get stuck from the, you know, the, the knowing, the planning, and then taking action? Somewhere in there, we get stuck. Yes. Not following through. I think it, I would probably say the planning yeah. would be, I think, the biggest because mm -hmm. we plan out everything else and we forget to plan that. Now, something that I just noticed that I stopped doing was pulling my workout clothes out at the beginning of the day. So when right. I typically get up, I shower and I just mm -hmm. put on workout clothes, especially since we're home during COVID. I put my workout clothes on. That mm -hmm. says, okay, Tracy, you're getting a workout in today. Right. I don't know what time of day, but you get no workout in. It's right there. I'm prepared for it, right? I'm ready. <laughs> exactly. And so I think that's probably the number one of that is the planning, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. There's five stages of readiness before we act. Mm -hmm. And so I went deeper into this in um, March when we did the um, Heal Her workshop. And I talked about this and I spent a lot of time talking about the stages of readiness or the stages of change. Oh. And so you can know something and you can plan it and you can have the best laid plans. And it will take the average woman anywhere from three, three to six months before she actually will act on that well thought out plan before there's any execution Ooh, that wow. takes place. That's a very long time. We stay in the stages of pre-contemplation and then contemplation and then acting. So I'm gonna like play through it and I'm gonna use your example because I use this when wow. I talk about it. Mm -hmm. So we know that we need to work out. We know we wanna work out for 30 minutes a day, right? A minimum. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we know all this and we plan it out. We might even go join a gym. Uh, or, or we might get a walking partner or whatever. So we do right. all of these things where we go through the whole step of convincing ourselves that we are ready to <laughs> execute this thing. Uh -huh. When we go buy the workout clothes, we get the sneakers, we get the gym <laughs> bag. Okay, we're doing all this stuff, right? So right. in our mind translate into I'm taking action. We mm -hmm. still haven't worked out now, right? We mm, that's right. Got the <laughs> and we laid them out, okay? So the clothes then go from being bought, we take the tags off and uh -huh. then they go into the gym bag, okay? Uh -huh. So then from that stage, it goes from the gym bag to the gym bag being placed <laughs> by the front door. That's right. <laughs> we're getting closer, okay? We're getting mm -hmm. closer. Mm -hmm. and so the bag then goes from the front door into the vehicle or into wherever, because you're going to go to work. And then after work, you're going to work out. Like you've worked this whole thing out in your head, uh -huh. pumped yourself up now, but we're now into month three. <laughs> <laughs> actually do it. So, but you still exactly. have to the place where you've actually taken the gym bag, put it in the vehicle, taken the vehicle, driven it to the gym uh -huh. from the gym, uh, from the, you know, from the car, take the gym bag out yep. into them, got dressed in the clothes and then right. <laughs> we still haven't gotten there yet and we're somewhere into right. you know, but I'm exaggerating that out to for demonstration purposes. Right. <laughs> but it really okay. does it does take a while. Yeah, and I'm sure some of you that are listening, watching and tuning in are, is probably shaking your head like mm -hmm. 
That's probably what I'm, do I'm doing right now. Like you're guilty. Go ahead and raise your hand uh -huh. because you know that you are guilty of that. And I will promise you that if you go from knowing to planning to execution in an orderly fashion, and even if you just do it, even if in your head, it doesn't quite come out the way you envision, you will have done that thing, whatever it is. When you get to the execution point, that's when you can check the box and say, I'm on my way. I've done whatever that changes and then you're no longer stuck. Mm -hmm. That's the hashtag what's next or what that's comes it. next from the knowing. Can you say that time span again, that it's from three to how many months did you say? Three to six months. And it's going to depend on what the goal is. What is that particular okay. thing? Like how much planning goes into it? Okay. There's five stages of change. And then most people get stuck somewhere between pre-contemplation and contemplation before they actually do the whole action. And then, you know, evaluate whether they like it. Is Was this the right thing for me? Should I have gone, you right. know, um, worked out at home first to determine if I can tolerate it before I actually went to, you know, again, that organized workout. Mm -hmm. So somewhere between the three and six months. Now, the other interesting comparison is that it takes 90 days before you develop a lifestyle. So mm -hmm. within that time frame, while you're contemplating all of this, you could have already started and executed and Absolutely. then it would have come out and you no longer think about it. Absolutely. I asked mm -hmm. that because I sat here and I calculated from the time that I saw my sister to the time that she passed was four months. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the last time I saw her was late June of that year. And it was sister, I'm getting ready to start working out. And I already got it together and get my mm -hmm. thing doing what I'm going to do. Four months later, she was had passed away. Wow. Now, had she started working out prior to then, had she started eating right prior mm -hmm. to then, mm -hmm. who knows what would have happened within the four months. And right. you just said, Right. Pretty I mean, much. I don't, I don't want to say that to scare anybody. Oh, absolutely. No. Yeah, it's very informative. And when, but when you look back at it, mm -hmm. if if even if she had begun to work out, she may have realized at that point that it wasn't just about her dancing and being short of breath. Exactly. Likely, if she had pushed herself, if she had raised her heart rate, if she had begun some form of exercise. It may well be that at that time she may have experienced, you know, something slight and then exactly. gone to a healthcare practitioner. And then that's exactly. when she discovered that there was a heart condition that she was experiencing or dealing exactly. with. Right. Exactly. But originally, like you said, she was never in her mind, she was still in that pre-contemplation phase mm -hmm. of knowing that she wanted I'm to gonna, I'm gonna. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Change some of her <laughs> habits. It was the whole I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna, mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm mm -hmm. going to, I'm gonna, and then right. I'm going to, and then I did, but right. I still have it, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that is so true. You know, mm -hmm. I posted today a picture of myself um, from February when I first started really getting serious again this year, and then today. And I had several people in my inbox, oh my God, I want to do this. Oh my God, I want to. I'm like, you guys have to realize this was a few months time span. <laughs> this was not like overnight something that yeah. happened with me. Yeah, this is an instant results, right? Yeah. We always want to, we become sort of this insta society, right? Mm -hmm. We instantly want things to happen. There is work to be done, yeah. but a lot of the work really happens when you do a neck up checkup, right? Absolutely. The neck up checkup. For me, it's where are you here? Mm -hmm. What do you, how, where's your motivation? 
Absolutely. Know what your goals are and how much work will go into them. So a lot of things happen before you actually move, right? That's right. That's right. So it's really spending time to do the neck up checkup before we actually physically begin to make change. So that's where a lot of the magic happens is when we sit and, um, you know, do the work there. That's right. Want to do the work there? We really don't. I mean, no. Who does? We don't want no. to deal with not going on. It. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, a lot resides yeah. in there, and mm-hmm. you know, you really just got to know that that is where a lot of the work happens. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of times when I get clients, they'll say, thinking that in the beginning it's me giving them an exercise program, or we're going, we're doing this, this, and this, and I'm like, oh no, no. I got to figure out what you got going on first. Right. <laughs> No, no, that's right. That's right. We don't jump right into that. You gotta do that hard work first. That's the hard part of it. Right. By the time you get to the working out part, that's the easy part. Easy part. That's the easy part right there. Mm -hmm. So, Tracy, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Let me see if we had anybody else that was. So we had Day on here. She was saying, giving us amen about what we were saying. She was (laughs) so right. It's execution. Absolutely. Hey, Anita Mims, one of Apromo, her sisters. Hello. Hey, how you guys doing, Hi, everybody? everybody. Mm-hmm. So let me see. Let you guys know if you have any questions. Um, again, this is Women's Health Week. Tracy, Renee, and I are basically encouraging you all to make certain that you have scheduled your well woman visits, that you, if you have any particular um, conditions that you're concerned about, if you're experiencing anything that you're concerned about, that you make sure that you go and visit your healthcare practitioner. Do not allow anything, whether it's small or big, if it concerns you, it is worth finding out. It is worth going to your healthcare practitioner to have a discussion right now because of the COVID situation. A lot of healthcare practitioners, Practitioners are offering telemedicine um, visits or telehealth visits. Mm-hmm. So even if you aren't, you know, you're trying to stay away because you don't want to be in that environment, there are other ways in which you can, you know, see your healthcare provider. So I would urge you to definitely do that for sure. Yeah. Yes. All right, Tracy, did you have any last things? Because I want to, and then I want you to share with um, all of our viewers. Again, everyone, thank you for um, tuning in to the Women's Wellness Lounge. I want you to. Give them your um, contact information and then tell us about your um, TV show that you got coming up. Oh, I'm excited about the show. Okay. So, I do watch it. <laughs> so, yes, I am excited. You all can go to theshampoomate.com to learn about my shampoo mate. It, I'm just so super excited about that. I now have a hair care line that also goes along with that. So, we're taking away the shampoo day blues at home with mom and child. No more. Shampoo Day Blues. I am excited about the heart health with Tracy Renee. That is my baby, my newest baby, I'll say. Yes. <laughs> I I just can't wait. I've got a lot planned for the show this this season. Um, the first, it's the shampoo mate. Oh, the. Uh, yes, ma'am. The shampoo let me, mate. Let me fix that. <laughs> that it's the shampoo mate. Um, but heart health with Tracy Renee. I start my first episode. Really, it's just going to give you all an idea of who I am. It's just mm-hmm. simply going to give you all my story and how I got to where I am and why I felt the need to have this show, um, Heart Health with Tracy Renee. We've got some exciting stuff coming along. I have my mother and her girlfriends that are going to be on the show to tell us how to keep Oh, that's going to be exciting. That's going to be a wisdom Ooh, show. Yeah, that's going to be a wisdom, wisdom show there. <laughs> 
We're going to be talking all things. Uh, like she said, I can tell you how to keep a man, honey. I've had one for 49 years. He died in my I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> We have, um, I'm working with another guest because, of course, we want those men in our lives to be around. So I'm working with someone to come onto the show to kind of give us a, that perspective on our men, right. how okay. what we need to do in order to make sure that our men are um, taken care Absolutely. of. Of course, my daughter, one of my oldest daughter is going to be on the show. She's going to talk to us about our physical activity. She is now a trainer. You know, oh, she's got her good. own thing. Yeah. yeah so I'm going Yes. Yeah, so we've I got a lot going on and I'm so super excited to promote her network, the promote her sisterhood. I would definitely encourage you all to become a part of it. It has really changed my life in the last few months that I've been associated with the organization. The relationships are so genuine, guys. Um, I've had several wins already just from mm -hmm. the connection, being connecting, you know, and yeah, connecting in the work and speaking up, connecting with your sisters and the promote her group. It really is a true sisterhood. I mean, that's yeah. how when I met um, yeah. obviously through promote her. So, exactly. yeah. So promote dash her dot com. You guys make sure you go there. Uh, look it over. You can join virtually. And there are several benefits that you can take advantage of just on the virtual membership side. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. So the Tracy Renee website will be launching soon. Yes. I'm excited about that. So we'll have that. You're all overly excited. Okay. Your I am. Well, I speaking am. of heart health, your heart is like this. <laughs> I am. Um, but we're working on that. So by the time my show actually airs, the website will be up and running and you can gain a whole lot more information on me. There'll be coaching and stuff on there for those of you who are interested in creating a product and taking it from idea to inception. We're going to be talking about that. And then, of course, some other fun stuff that you need to stay tuned to to, to find out about. Yep. So I'm going to put your website back up again, The Shampoo May. And of course, Tracy Renee is her name on social media. She also has a group called Heart Health with Tracy Renee that yes, you can yes. um, join and follow her there as well. Thank you so much. This has been so fun as usual for joining me in the Women's Wellness Lounge. I am your host, Delana Watkins. You know, you'll catch me back here on Wednesday where I bring you another special guest in the Wellness Lounge. Make sure you share my video. I love you guys. I appreciate all that you do and sharing, sharing, sharing helps me and hopefully will impact another woman's life as we share about um, National Women's Health Week. All right. See you guys next Wednesday. Bye.